Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. And this week we have with us, um, I don't even want to just say IndyCar driver because you have experience in so many types of cars. Um, but team, you know, team. And team owner and just one of our favorite people to chat with because um, you're always real and you're always fun. Um one of one of our favorite race car drivers, honestly. I'm I'm just gonna say it, uh, Mr. Jay Howard. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Um, so I say we'll get all the pleasantries out of the way. Did you and the family have a good holiday? You and the wife and kiddo. Uh, yes, we did. It's um, pretty low key, uh, which is great. Makes a makes a change. Um, it does. It's interesting doing the Christmas meal for a very small amount of people. Yeah, no, it was it was nice. Um, Santa stopped by and brought some presents. Uh, you know, more for my boy than for any of the rest of us. But um, <laughs> that's what it's all about. And yeah, it was good, low key, and now kind of back at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you guys? Good Christmas. Yeah. I'd say quiet and low-key. Um, I think that's everybody's Christmas this year, but you know what? That's okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's true. Yep. It was it was quiet and low-key. I um I actually did get to see my younger sister and her kiddos. Um, she's got the the youngest nieces and nephews in our family. The older ones, um, the youngest is 16, so we're kind of spread out in age. But but yeah, through through a series of unfortunate events, I caught COVID um, in the early part of December. Um, so by the time Christmas rolled around, I was no longer contagious and I knew that I wouldn't be asymptomatic and spreading it from work, which is why I wasn't going to see them in the first place. So the, the silver lining of catching COVID is that I got to see, um, the littlest nieces and nephews open gifts on Christmas morning. And that was awesome. Well, good. Weird to say the silver lining of COVID. Mm. I know, right? <laughs> like the silver lining of me getting COVID. Uh, so mm. All right. So Jay Howard, um, you, I say you've, you've competed in IndyCar races. You've competed in a lot of Indy 500s. Um, I believe you were, I say you were a champion in Indy Lights. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Yep. You're like Loki. You're like, uh, yeah. Yep. That's fine. Um, Go ahead. (laughs) No, it's okay. I'll just, yeah, no, Indy Lights. Um, you know, did the whole, I guess the road to Indy wasn't really a thing, so to speak, when, when I came through, um, even though I did that exact path, you know, mm-hmm. um, the, the Anderson folks are the ones that really kind of um, streamlined that whole, you know, and, and came up with a road to Indy. So I still did those paths and uh, won the USF 2000 and then won Indy Lights and then... Um, yeah, and did some IndyCar stuff, like you said, and it's all been it's all been fun, and now kind of uh, re uh, reliving my career in a kind of different role right now. You the, are feels like the circle kind of got complete. You, you went all the way through it, and now you're you're helping out. You're leading a team of the the younger kiddos, as, as we call them affectionately, um, going through the road to Indy. Yeah, it's been cool. Actually, someone uh, told me that. Um, they wasn't a hundred percent sure they were going to look into it, but they think that um, 
I am unique in terms of I won the USF 2000 championship as a driver and now won it as a team owner. I think I'm the only one to do that. So I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool stat. I'll take that. That's Um, fantastic. That's a great stat. And uh, I feel like you should just continue that stat on. And as you continue to develop your team. I feel like that's, you should say plan. continue to work up. Yeah, say do an Indy <laughs> Pro 2000 and Indy Lights team, and then you can have that title for Lights and USF 2000. We're definitely uh, we're definitely going to try, and it won't for it won't be for the lack of trying. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely Excellent. no. I think uh, the what you guys, you guys, my goodness, the I had to write it down because I knew I was going to flip um, the two. Uh, Words in the in the team. So the the driver development, Jay Howard driver development. I love it. Um, you guys have only been around what a, about two years, but my gosh, like already you've got a great team. You know, you you've put up the results for the twenty twenty USF. What is there something you could point to that says like this is any one thing, or is it a kind of a combination of things? Um, I mean, depends if you ask my. The guys who work for me. <laughs> okay. Um, I think really just, you know, I try and I guess, first of all, I've tried to apply all the good things that I've experienced with a variety of different IndyCar teams and light teams and, you know, just through my career, taking all the good, try to get rid of all the bad um, and, and just trying to build something a little bit different. Um, I am extremely driven in terms of competition, you know, even through with like IndyCar, you know, I was never really just satisfied to just be there. And I know some other teams that, um, I know other teams' goals are, you know, we've made it to the show, so they're content. And, um, that's like the worst part for me. Making it there is okay. Well, the last thing I want to do is be slow or not competitive. Um, sure. You know, win, and I just demand a lot from my people. Um, I I love what I do, so that it doesn't really feel like a job. So, you know, five a.m. to eleven o'clock at night is not a problem for me. I just I just love it and I just want to win and help the kids, you know, live their dream, so to speak. And uh, if I can live uh, vicariously through them again and do it all over, and there's just so many cool things that, you know, just seeing them go through the motion and, and, and it, you know, it, uh, it's, there's like memories that come back for me as well, you know, like their first ever win or their first ever poll. And I, yeah, it makes me think back to the first time that happened to me and just enjoying that with them. And there's nothing better than seeing them come in, smiling, enjoying, you know, their racing. And so, I don't know. Yeah. I got really good people uh, that work for me. Um, Good core group. They, I guess, uh, for a lack of a better term, kind of bought into the program in what I was trying to do. And we've had quite a revolving door in terms of people coming in. And I think the saying I hate most is, this is how we've always done it. 
uh, drives me crazy. Um, and that's just not what I want to do. I wanted to kind of change the way things are and, and just go into, you know, we wanted to call the team driver development because everyone at the time was racing or motorsports or team. And I'm like, yeah, you know, of course we do that. But for me, it was, there was a big void in the system in terms of, there was there's so much more to becoming a professional driver, let alone a, a, an IndyCar driver. And so, yeah, there really wasn't um, many teams, you know, giving all, really kind of opening, uh, you know, the parents and the driver's eyes in terms of what it really takes. Um, you know, the driving aspect is crazy as it sounds, is one of the smallest parts. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it does sound crazy, but it do, that does tend to be true. Yeah, um, and and it sucks, right? It, it is what yeah. it is. Um, no yeah, one we, all, we all hate seeing somebody with a great deal of talent not get a seat because it comes down to sponsorship um, yeah. at any it, level, you know? So, yeah. and it, you know it, what it is? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 sorry, go on. I was just going to say it's um, I love that you that one of the things you do is point out like the, the realism of, you know, this is what happens, because I think that there are a lot of times that drivers, you know, get into it and and nobody really has that that hard conversation of, listen, you can be the best. But if you don't have sponsors, if you don't have money, if you don't have this, you're not going to get further. Yeah. And kind of the sooner you get to learn the ropes of the business, the better. Absolutely. You know, I, I look back uh, again, you know, right, why am I doing this? How can I be an asset to these kids? And um, the for me is, you know, passing on my knowledge, trying to help from a coaching aspect. Uh, absolutely. But then open their eyes and saying, look, this is what it takes. This is what I did. This is what I did well. This is what I did bad. You know, don't do that please do this and, you know, really guide them through, but letting them understand that, you know, and even telling them stories, you know, look, these are some of the things I did just to get one test day. Mm -hmm. I'm, you have no clue how difficult this is. And, um, you know, just really just like I say, just trying to open their eyes, help them and, and let them understand what it takes. And, because I don't want them to get further up the ladder and then go, oh, well, you didn't tell me that, or I didn't realize it was going to be like that. And, you know, for me, when I came through, um, I was naive in, in terms of what it took. For me, it was all about just be fast, you know, go to the gym and train. Yes, of course, but it was just hundred percent focused on the driving aspect. And then in 2008, when I got pulled out of my ride, um, it was, yeah, oh, someone else come along with more money. So we've got to take you out of the seat. And I'm like, uh, run that by me again. What's, what's happening? Right. You know, and, uh, what did you just say? Yeah. And that was the first time for me where I realized, okay, I need to dedicate a lot of my time to 
you know, trying to find money, trying to work, you know, the the business side of things to make sure I can drive because at the end of the day for the the money, the sponsors, the partners, you know, the, the car can't go on track if it doesn't have funding. So, um, yeah, just trying to help them, uh, you know, understand that at an early age and get a head start on it, you know, start learning now so that when it really, really counts, you know, you got a little practice, not like me, I was, you know, already in IndyCar and then I realized, hmm, this is uh, not quite what I expected and now I've got to learn this, you know, new skill set, essentially. Absolutely. Uh, well, and and you kind of got, um, I'd say, two, two raw deals on that end because when you went through, like you said, the road to Indy wasn't as streamlined and so there wasn't this, you know, scholarshiping and moving up to the next level and, you know, yeah. all this, you know, promotion that we have now, um, yeah. or the, the ease of promotion to the next series, you know, if you're the champion and on the other side of that double-edged sword is that at the time you entered IndyCar was when the amount of sponsorship money coming to teams drastically changed because yeah. tire manufacturers, um, were no longer contributing to the team's budget. Um, so, not only was it a time when you kind of had to learn when everybody was learning on the fly that they needed to get more, you know, sponsorship money personally as a driver, you know, you're coming in as a, you know, a newer driver. You haven't been in there for, you know, a decade, et cetera. And then you're, you're trying to, trying to get people to, to give you money when, you know, you, you may not be as well known as some other drivers that had to yeah. be very difficult. Yeah, certainly timing wise, uh, for me just wasn't very good, you know, um, just getting into IndyCar in 08, I, I remember that was when Champ Car and IndyCar merged and there was, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers, but let's say there was 32 cars or something crazy at the first race at Homestead and I'm like, wow, this is amazing, this is like just fantastic, you know, couldn't, couldn't yeah. be any more. And, um, by the time we got to about the halfway point, there was like 22 cars or something. And I'm going, hmm. okay, this is, uh, this is not good. You know, uh, obviously the country had a bit of a recession there in 08. So I'm trying to learn how to, you know, find sponsors and, you know, corporations are kind of closing. Yeah, so yeah that's... <laughs> Uh, I mean, just in general, just, yeah, just bad timing uh, for me. So, so and, now we have a pyramid of unfortunate events, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it just wasn't good, you know. But to be fair, um, it's actually worked out great for me now. Um, I know what it's like to work really hard, and, and um, I, I think I can honestly say I've find it hard to find anyone that puts in more hours or more effort than I do now. And, and that's all, you know, I, I have IndyCar uh, along with my dad and, you know, some other people to thank for that because I work so hard just to get, you know, a sniff at IndyCar and now applying that same work ethic, um, which, you know, I wouldn't have got if I was maybe a, yeah, if I was given it, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, work hard, stay humble, all that good stuff, and and just uh, 
every day appreciate what I've got and love what I do. And so it's, uh, it's all good. And hopefully we just keep going and winning more trophies and be just super excited for some of the, the young kids and young talent that we've got on the team. They're extremely good kids, you know, on and off the track. And, uh, they have some bright futures ahead of them and just, uh, again, fortunate to be a part of it and hopefully see him go all the way to the top. Absolutely. Although I will say, I think you forgot one of the most important parts of your program. And no. I did verify this with one of your drivers in St. Pete. We oh, happened yeah. to be on the same flight, um, which, which shout out they Allegiant. Were, um, they were also lovely and they, I think not lovely, but they were, they're great. They were sitting next to each other. Really good team camaraderie until, well, we walked down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. And, and we, we saw your logo and I'm like, those are Jay Howard's drivers. Those are Jay Howard's drivers. Um, and so, you know, we waved at them and told them good luck. And of course they're like, who in the hell are you? Um, <laughs> I believe that they said, oh no, alert everybody. No, just kidding. Yeah. If they did recognize us, it was, oh God, not them. Um, and so we did verify this with them at the airport as we were waiting for um, our bags. And I think they were running a car or something. And so I, I, I just casually asked, so does, does Jay make you listen to DMX like all day long? <laughs> and, and, and I won't say which driver it was, but he goes, oh yeah, it's the only thing that he plays in the garage. <laughs> so, so I don't want to discount the positive effects of DMX on your driver. Right, true. Yeah. They definitely like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's still one of the best answers we ever had. You guys. What, well, I say every time I play it, I think of you too. <laughs> Honestly. And uh, he's on my hype mix. So I'm like, I hope everybody else is. I like, hope J&M, you're just as hyped as I am right now because DMX is playing. <laughs> I would say at least once a week I listen to DMX on the way into work. And I'm like, I hope Jay's doing well in his family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a great, great answer. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh, For those of you who I say who didn't know, a couple of years ago we asked all the drivers what their you know hype song or hype music was, and Jay Howard did not even hesitate, not even half a second. DMX. <laughs> yeah, which it fits. makes sense. I get it. I, I get it. it. I love it. So speaking of your drivers, um, and you. You coach a little bit in F4. Oh, you know what? I actually had a serious question, and then we'll go into your drivers. Um, so with this, I know, I get ahead of myself. It's <laughs> You're like, wait, let me ask a serious question first. <laughs> right. I had a serious question, but I wanted to mention DMX first, and that's where I got <laughs> distracted. Um, so I love so much about the answer you gave us about your program and why you got into it and what you're doing with it. Um, mm -hmm. I know that you you know, we're on a couple different teams. Is there anybody, and like you said, you took the good and then you kind of wanted to build on from that, um, yeah. which is awesome. I feel like people that are great leaders either have a very good or a very bad experience and either way know what they want to do and not do. Um, and so who would you say in your life has kind of been one of the biggest influences on you and how you run your business and your work ethic, et cetera? Would it be your dad? Would it be you know, a former owner or driver coach? 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, certainly, you know, my dad, uh, from a young age, I think, um, just instilled in me the, I, I would say the passion for, like a hatred for losing. Like I just remember him tormenting me all the time when I was a kid. And I do it with my boy now. I think it's fantastic. Um, you know, I won, I won, you lost. And, you know, just even when I see it with my son, how annoyed he gets with it, it just, <laughs> again, brings back memories of my dad doing that to me. But I used to hate losing so much, you know. And I think it's as kind of funny as it sounds, some of that is just wanting to win and succeed so much. Um, and, yeah, and, and that started as a kid uh, with my dad. So I have to say thanks to him for that. Um, and then, you know, just the, uh, the teams I've run with, um, you know, some different teams had some, you know, uh, Ray Hall had extremely good structure within the team very organized, um, which was pretty impressive, the way that they operated. Um, the, uh, Sam Schmidt has been, you know, a help to me in uh, not only as a driver, he helped me and supported me. He's continued to help me uh, as I've taken the kind of next chapter in team ownership. You know, he's, uh, he's always willing to help and, and, and has helped me and, uh, you know, I've got to thank him as well. So, um, that's been great. Um, don't really need to get into the ones that, uh, haven't helped or, 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 or I should say the ones that gave me a real bad experience, but you know, I appreciate that as well because that's just made yeah. me better. Um, it's and, true. It's, and it's one of those where them, to I'm be sorry. quite frank and not, I don't want to be like them, you know, yeah. and I would never want anyone to be treated the way uh, I and my wife were treated um, by those people. So, you know what? It's a good lesson. It's, yeah. uh, you know, something very conscious of. And um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're all good lessons. Uh, I think everything in life is a lesson. And, um, yeah, I got good some good coaching back actually when I was younger as a as a kid in the in the UK karting. A uh, guy by the name of Terry Fullerton, well known. Um, he was a world champion and all that good stuff. Uh, excellent coach, really taught me something um, just in terms of mentally. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how to be very mentally strong. Uh, so a lot of thanks to him for the help he gave me. So, yeah, I've just, again, just been really lucky to have some of these people help me. And, and now my wife, um, biggest fan, biggest supporter. Um, yeah, she makes me a better person. So, um, yeah, it's all good. Well, and she's gorgeous. Let's not neglect that. Yeah, yeah, she's smoking hot, so I got lucky there. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. 
you did. You you guys, you very much resemble Ken and Barbie when you stand next to each other. In a good way. In a, in a very good way. No, I mean that completely positively. Uh, so, yeah, now, uh, now with my boy, enjoying that. And again, makes me just want to continue to be successful and and uh maybe he will like racing and i'll get to do some of this with him or maybe he'll like football i don't know i keep putting football in his hands and i play football with him all the time so you never know what he's going to want to do but either way it's it's uh it's all it's all fun excellent excellent i assume you mean american football by the way yeah i actually got him playing both trying to get him into, you know, soccer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, whatever. We just uh, get him to play everything and anything. And But he definitely seems to have a passion for, you know, NFL in particular. I mean, he literally knows every team. He knows when they're playing. I mean, it's actually really scary how much he knows. Um, <laughs> Is he so, yeah. ESPN? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's racing and NFL. That's it. Nothing else seems to matter at the moment. Um, <laughs> which yeah, that's that's great. I, I like both of sports, so it's not like he's wanting to do some sport that I don't like or anything like that. So yeah. it makes it even more fun. I'm like, yeah, they're great sport. Do it. Absolutely. Right. Oh, who's his favorite team, football wise? Uh, Denver Broncos. Interesting choice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it's, uh, well, it's a combination of a few things. He's obsessed with the color orange. So Fair. Okay. The Broncos, the Browns, the Bengals, because mm. uh, mm. they're all orange. Um, yep. yeah. So that's that. Uh, but the Broncos have the horse on the side of a helmet. And it is a sweet logo. He likes the horses and all that. So uh, who knows? But he's definitely, if you ask him what's his favorite team, it's just Broncos right now. Well, so, yeah. You got to have that team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to have your team. Yeah. That's, that's great. Oh. So, yeah, I would, I would love to see him out karting at some point. I, I would go yeah. to watch him race. <laughs> I've got some carts stashed away in the shop for him. So um, I told him a while back, he was bugging me about a year ago. I want to cart in. I want to go karting. And I said, uh, you know what? Uh, not until you're five. Just like, just, you know, gave him an answer just to put him off sure. a little bit. And so ever since then, he tells everyone, oh, I'm going to go go-karting when I'm five. Well, he turns <laughs> five in about three weeks' time. So... I don't know if he's going to remember, um, but I sat there waiting on him. So whenever he asks me, then um, I guess I'll get the car out and take him down, probably take him down to see Dismore out there at Newcastle and oh yeah, and hack around on the track and see if he likes it. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. Oof. Don't know how mum feel about that, but um, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> she'd probably be like, "Oh, all over again." I'm like, yep. <laughs> she'd be like, yeah. "Damn it! I thought I was done with worrying during races." Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Tell him there, if he doesn't want to go racing, you're going to have to keep working. Like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, we we have friends whose kids race. And um, last October, not 2020, but 2019, I happened to be out there um, for their youngest racing. And he, you know, got new and they're like a little, uh, what are they? Quarter midgets? Quarter midgets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so it's, you know, it's a small track and he gets in an accident and he actually got airborne and landed upside down. And it's just so funny, like the difference between moms and dads, you know, mom <laughs> immediately, you know, dad's on the track, of course, because he's one of the officials because, you know, it's a small track. And so everybody has a part. Um, and then mom's on the track in two seconds. And I was taking pictures. I was taking photographs with my camera. And at some point I was like, by the way, I'm a I'm a nurse. If anybody needs me, like he looks fine from here. But, you know, like I can I can be professional. And so afterwards, you know, he's totally fine. No injuries whatsoever. Um, and so afterwards, you know, <laughs> when mom's not around, dad and the son both are like, did you get pictures of that? And I'm like, well, of course I kept shooting. <laughs> and they're like, okay, don't tell Colleen. Um, <laughs> I'm like, well, don't tell mom, that can you send those? <laughs> I'm like, in that moment in time, I, I was no help to you. So I might as well keep taking pictures. And it was just funny because the two of them were like, oh, that's awesome. So we've got a photo of him like up in the air and then landing. He's fine. <laughs> but, but again, they, they, they were, they were adamant. Do not tell mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, there's a few like memes and stuff out there in social media. You know, what, what mom thinks I do, what I think oh. I do. Oh yeah. I do, you know, pretty funny to, uh, you know, really get an idea of what, reality is and, and perception and and uh yeah ma- uh, it's, it's tough on mums that's for sure it is definitely <laughs> it is but yeah i love i love those memes no matter what profession it's about they're hilarious <laughs> <laughs> like the nursing ones hysterical the lawyer ones hysterical i've never looked up race car driver but now i'm going to once we're done today <laughs> <laughs> Especially the carting ones, they're the best. Oh, that's going to have to happen. All right, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole tonight. If I'm late to work in the morning, that's why. Uh, (laughs) I got caught up in a rabbit hole of of carting memes. So, speaking of you working hard and learning to find sponsors and, you know, kind of learn on the fly during a huge recession, um, which was less than ideal. Um, I want to give a big shout out to you because you also looked at very local sponsors, which I just realized this about a week and a half ago. And so I will go ahead and say that my beverages this evening um, were actually delivered by one of your sponsors because the one closest to me delivers, and I love that. So shout out to Big Red Liquors. Uh, oh, yes. We love Big Red. <laughs> oh, how yeah, we do not. Molly and I are both IU alums. And nice. Yeah, one of the um, one of the selling factors on the apartment I had my senior year that I went down there um, was that on the corner was a big, big red liquor store. I could actually walk to it if need be. So 
But now I don't need to. I'm actually within walking distance of another one. It was not a factor on this apartment, but it was a bonus. Um, but but now they deliver. So shout out Big Red Liquors. Thanks for supporting J. Howard Driver Development. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Mark McAllister. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, longtime friend and uh, great guy. Yeah, appreciate all his help and support over years. And um, yeah, it's been impressive what he's built. Uh, I think they don't quote me on it, but I think it got about 55 locations or something. So it's uh, pretty incredible. And uh, I'm glad uh, you guys are customers. That's excellent. Well, I mean, you have to be. We, we like and to of course, buying Jim Beam products. What'd you say? <laughs> and of course, buying Jim Beam products, my, my other sponsor. Of course. There you I go. Say that that's is, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, uh, you know what I do love. I do love Jim Beam. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I do. So, which is another excellent sponsor. Uh, yeah, killing it. When I went through the list, I was like, "This is awesome. I love. I love all these sponsors." <laughs> uh, and the uh, you have the One Cure, which um, is all about like finding cancer treatments and things for animals that hopefully will translate into treatments for humans, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. One cure initiative out of CSU. Um, amazing people. Uh, really incredible as they do their research. You're really seeing that you know, the cancers in people and pets are you know, are the same, uh, especially uh, with dogs. They're 85% genetically the same as humans. Um, you know, they breathe the same air, drink the same water. You know, certainly Absolutely. in my case, my dog eats all my food. Uh, so, you okay. know, they, they, they're living in our environments, and so they get cancer naturally just like we do. And so... Um, What's interesting with CSU uh, One Cure and, and the development uh, and, and research that they do is you think about humans, you do a trial, you know, 15 years, 10 years minimum, but kind of sure. 10 to 15 year trial. Uh, dogs, three years. So the rate at which they learn is um, and, and get you know good or bad results is uh, a lot quicker than in human trials. So, yeah, we kind of say the cure for cancer could be walking right beside us. And, um, yeah, uh, love everyone there and the amazing work they do. And hopefully they can help find the cure sooner rather than later. Absolutely. So you mentioned your dog. Um, so we're going to need to know breed or, you know, behind 57 mm. and name. We're going to need some more, some more info because we also have fur babies and are big animal lovers. Oh, good. Well, yeah, he is an English bulldog. Oh, um, but... He is. Oh, God, how old is he now? Uh, he's going to be 10 next month. Oh. Um he his name is Arthur, uh, like King that. Arthur. Yes, I say very, Absolutely. very regal, very royal. Does yeah. he live up to that name? 
I definitely lives the life. Let's put it that way. It, it sounds like he eats a lot of people food, so he thinks he lives up to the name is what I'm picking up. Yeah, so he um, – well, let's see. So he has special duck food for his allergies. So he already has very special food, of course, that he has to have. Uh, and then uh, there was a period for a while I did it every single day, but now it's a little less. Um, but um, – I would cook eggs for him in the morning, just like I cook my eggs. So I'd have sure. a pan for him and a pan for me, uh, which he really likes. And now I try to make it a bit more of a treat now instead of like a daily expectation of his. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, um, he begs only for me because he knows I'll give it to him. You know, he doesn't beg for my wife or anyone else, but he knows I will give in. So he speaks he his mark. Yeah, and he eats literally every – it doesn't matter what I'm eating. I can eat a salad, give him lettuce, he'll eat it. He doesn't care. He just wants whatever I'm eating. So, um, yeah, he uh, definitely has a, has a very uh, good life and he sleeps a lot. Um, try to get him to do anything is a task. He's just content with – Sleeping, hanging out. So <laughs> I guess that's what bulldogs do. Oh. <laughs> Molly and I both know how, how that is. <laughs> In fact, I've oh. had to keep muting because my fur animal is being a little extra needy, so apologies. <laughs> she's been needy all day. Molly sent me a she's photo this morning while she was at work. Whole life. Well, she has. <laughs> she has. Oh. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, she was so like just nails up as close as she could be to Molly's computer chair. So Molly literally couldn't scoot, couldn't move at all. Um, and you know you can't disturb them because you're like, well, I don't want to be that person. <laughs> like they're so cute, they're asleep. I'll just sit here uncomfortably for 16 hours or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so real talk though, because um, when I had a dog, I did try the egg thing because. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be good for their, you know, coats, etc. Um, how, or do you just not, I say, do, do you have things in place that cover the scent? Because I will say that the aromas that came out of my dog after feeding him eggs were not worth it. And I was like, I don't give a shit if your coat is shiny now. We're not doing that again. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, you know, being a bulldog, he doesn't need any help in that department. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so it didn't make the situation worse necessarily. Well, I, I think it definitely made it worse, but it was already <laughs> bad. So it's like okay. Uh, so you didn't yeah. go from like pure filtered air to then egg farts. It was already a little dicey, a little dodgy. Was, yeah, definitely already dicey. That's for sure. Yeah, I've never heard any noises come out of an animal in my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll say there is, there are a few things funnier to me. Um, well, first off, and Molly and I agree on this. This is an FCFG stance. Um, farts are funny. They are. Um, I will die on that hill. They're very funny. But audible farts from dogs are some of the most hysterical things in the world because they're they're rare. They're not usually audible. And so if you have a dog that has audible farts, like that is that is a gift from God. Is how I feel about that. And he sits. He's not the slimmest bulldog in the world either, so he's kind of like slumped there, 
sat down and then he farts very loud. And the funny thing is, he just like, he does that. I don't know if you've seen like Bulldog kind of look over their shoulder. And yes. Uh-huh. And he just like does he doesn't know he where it came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me like, just say, what do you think of that? I mean, it's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, so he doesn't do the, because see, my dog would like fart loud and then look at his butt like, the fuck was that? <laughs> uh, like he didn't know what happened but your dog doesn't even know your dog is a step further that's a power move he looks you straight in the yeah. eyes like yeah yep, i just did that in your house yep and he loves every minute of it oh yeah. i'd say he does look like the king then <laughs> <laughs> king arthur oh holding his title pretty funny I just oh. want to say it's taken um, four years, and this is the first time we ever talked about dog farts on our show. Um, this is kind of a special moment. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, considering how much we talk about dog farts in our regular life, <laughs> it's it's, yep. it's this long. Uh, again, I don't, we we love fur babies. It's just just a part of it. Uh, yep. <laughs> all right, so Jay, who's your favorite driver of the ones you have right now? We'll see if any of them. Oh, listen. you can't. Oh, oh, that's I say that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, although I will say, um, I say Rasmussen had a hell of a season. He did. He had a very special year. So, um, yeah, really fortunate to enjoy that with him and, you know, just watch him continue to get better um you know, came out the gates real hot you know six wins on the trot um and he had a little phase there where he just you know just a little stumbling and and um yeah just just had to work through a few things just understanding that you know he doesn't have to win every lap every corner of every moment on track, you know, and and just managing situations and and things like that. And it's hard to do for him because he's, he's just one of those drivers that's 110% all the time. Um, So he he learned some valuable lessons and um, yeah, it was uh, again, another part of what was fun watching him go through those motions and um, learning how to, you know, just become more of a competitor. Driver, you know, and I reference, you know, just IndyCar drivers in general. I say, you know, you, you look at the likes of Dixon and people like that, why they're so good, and they get the best out of all situations all the time. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you can see maybe someone else might be really, really good on brand new red tires, but then they put, you know, worn out blacks on and they drop real quick you know and so being diverse being able to understand what you need to do and how to get the best out of everything um that's what makes you a great driver and uh he 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 learned some of those lessons this year and hopefully can you know continue uh uh, this year in indy pro 2000 which he'll be with us and we haven't actually put anything out there, I don't think, but everyone knows he's staying with us. It's not. I well, don't really. so breaking news right here on Fast Car Spice <laughs> Girls. Breaking news Nobody. right here. Um, Nobody will hear it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think everyone pretty much knows he's, he's staying anyway. But yeah, we're looking forward to trying to help him 
yeah, one one more step. Let's let's go. Let's go win a Indy Pro 2000 championship and um, yeah, just love working with him. He's, he's a he's a really really nice kid as well. So um, he he deserves to be in IndyCar at this early stage. I will gladly say that and go on record tell anyone that um, okay. he belongs in IndyCar. And, Rising star alert. Uh, for sure. I mean, I, I don't think there's anyone uh, better than him right now. Um, I'd go as far as saying anywhere in the U.S., um, you know, below IndyCar. Um, he's, right. he's true talent. So, he's yeah, he's got things to work on, like everyone. Um, sure. But as long as you just keep telling him, just work hard, stay humble, stay focused, just keep working at it. And uh Stay hungry as well, and, and he'll be just fine. So, absolutely. We will see. Yeah, um, that's I say that's that's such excellent praise from a, a team mm-hmm. owner and a driver coach. Um, and I say, and again, star alert! You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> but I think that you know how you say stay humble um, is an important part. Like you said, you know he's he's excellent but you know there's always room to grow and I think that's such a huge part of being humble that not everybody gets it's not always about you know not being a sore winner and you know being you know a gracious loser or when things don't go your way you know kind of looking at it like what can I learn more from this you know there's that side of being humble um, and then there's the side of always knowing that there's always somebody who knows more than you and there's always something that you can still learn or do better. Um, yeah. And it really sounds like you've kind of molded the two of those together um, in your, I say, in your process with your drivers. Yeah, that's definitely, you know, something we keep preaching to them all every day and tell them the same thing. I'm like, look, I'm a, I'm a lot older than you guys and I've been racing a lot longer than you guys. We're about the same age, so let's not oversell how old we are. I think he's are. talking about the kids. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just, I'm just saying we're about the same age older than those kids. So, like, we're not that old, Jay. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Old-ish. Old-ish. Ish, okay. Um, I'll allow it. But, yeah, and I, yeah, I say, look, I'm still learning. I continue to learn, and, you know, I'm open to learning as well. And that's, that's one of the key things. Uh for me with the young drivers, you know, people ask, how can you tell whether a driver is going to be any good or not? And, you know, you don't have a crystal ball. You can't tell for sure, but yeah, there's certain signs where you can get an idea. And I would say you can certainly pick out the ones that maybe are going to struggle a little more if they've, you know, got, they've got an answer and, and a, a response for everything, you know, well, I need you to do this. Well, yeah, it's because of this or because of that, like, like an excuse and, or they think they know better and it's just, you know, this is team effort. Everyone's here to achieve, you know, the same goal. We all, we all want to get better. We want to win and uh, we want to be successful. So, um, yeah, we all do our part and, all listen and learn every day and yeah it is what it is keep 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 plugging away day by day excellent awesome very awesome um have you you know we 
kind of just had the new year. Um, kind of we're still in January. Do you have you kind of set like the the goals for 2021 or kind of? I know not just showing up because that's never a goal for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah. as far as kind of the the team and, and all of your drivers, is there anything you're really focused on for 2021? Um, just being better. To be yeah. honest, um, I get that. Just where where can we improve? What can we do different? You know, keep doing the things we're good at. You know, get rid of the things we're not very good at. Um, uh, like anything, just always trying to you know tweak things a little bit. We have grown. You know, I think we're the largest open wheel team in North America now. So that's got some of its challenges, you know, as, as we grow. Um, so yeah, trying to get that balance of, you know, growing a bit, but not trying to grow too fast and, and, um, yeah, making sure we're still doing the basics and, and, you know, what's got us to this point. Um, you know, don't, don't start trying to recreate the wheel, just, you know, do things we've been doing well and, and, and improve on anything in anywhere. It doesn't matter if it's 1% improvement, improve a little bit. Um, yeah. that's, that should put us in a position to kind of have a good year. So, and then I can at least look myself in the mirror and go, we gave it our best shot, even if we aren't good enough. Um, yeah, I know that we gave it 110%, not, well, yeah, we didn't win anything. Uh, well, yeah, it's probably because I didn't try hard enough. You know, I, I, I never want mm-hmm. to have that feeling. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. say so even if even if you walk away empty-handed, you still know that you put it all out there on the track. Exactly, yeah. 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 Oh, we lost you for yeah. a second. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. Yep. No worries. Um, yeah, you know, I'm optimistic and and, uh, and all that, but I never like to kind of put any predictions or any of that stuff out because it just comes to bite you in the ass later. So <laughs> fair um, enough. Just uh, confident in people I got, and we'll work hard, try and win some trophies, and make some more scholarships. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. All right. I've got, <clears throat> we've got just a couple more questions and then we will let you go um, okay. and get back to your family. So first off, um, I want to ask favorite track that you've raced on. Uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Hell yeah. Perfect. Not even, don't even, <laughs> right. you know, but, I mean, if you have to take that out, because people always say to me, yeah. well, you're not allowed to choose Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I'm like, okay, if you take that out. You know, things like St. Pete is just so cool. Um, cool. Yeah, that's probably my second choice. But um, but Indianapolis Motor Speedway, all the history, everything, what it's about, nothing compares. Don't care what anyone says. Nothing in the world it comes close. Oh, I I said, I, I, I've not raced on it, but yeah, I say amen. I I agree. Um, Molly and I actually are both from Speedway, so um, that is our our local track. That is, um, that is a special local track, that's for sure. It really is. Um, <laughs> I I definitely grew up being spoiled, growing up three and a half blocks from that track, and 
<laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it is quite the experience being there. Um, which I was going to say, you, your, your car got hella airtime a couple of years ago <laughs> with a crazy crash oh, yeah. with Dixon. Still being played today. It's great. It really is. They use that for so many promotions. Um, I mean, thank God that neither of you were injured in that. Um, But yeah, Yeah. your your sponsors definitely got their money's worth. Uh, Yeah, Lucas Royal definitely got a lot of money's worth out of that. That's uh, (laughs) shown just about everywhere. It doesn't matter if it's adverts, promotions, recaps, billboards i see it all the time it's great oh my god somehow that yeah that image that that 15 <laughs> yeah, seconds ends up in everything yeah everything oh, oh lord which yeah i mean and that's you know it's just that's let's say some of the lore of the indianapolis motor speedway is you know the the track chooses the winner and it was you know well oh, for sure things yeah i say think things went awry for you you kissed the wall and then, you know, couldn't exactly control where the car was going. It was just kind of a perfect storm of events. And, yeah, the track, unfortunately, now the track was it. not choosing you to death that day. Yeah, exactly. And that's, again, what makes a place so special. And, you know, I say to people all the time, I go, you know, you go there and, and people will say, the last couple of years I've been at the Speedway really, really quick in testing. It's been really good, you know, in fastest third fastest second p7 p6 i'm like oh this doesn't get much better than this this is going to be great and i just kind of say to everyone you know what it doesn't matter because a week from now you know a week from the last day of you know qualifying and all that you have that you know literally five days six days off or whatever and do carb day and carb day is really not for testing so to speak it's really um it's for the fans is what it is um sure. to be honest um so you know, you really have a solid week off before the race and you roll out for the race and the car's completely different you have no clue what you're gonna get and it happens every year and so i so, say you know it's hard to be super confident after testing because Going back to kind of saying Indianapolis picks its winners, that is an example of, you know, like I say, the car just changes and and it's like, man, it hasn't felt like this over seven days of testing or back in the day when it was several weeks of testing, never felt like this. And, you know, there's obviously things like the temperatures change and and all that good stuff, but... um, Hashtag yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and just like that, you know, again, with uh, the crash with Dixon and, yeah, that could happen probably a thousand times and no one would hit me. Um, but that right. time just happened to hit me and, yeah, and then you have a big crash and thankfully everyone's okay and ultimately that's all that, ha- all that matters. But, yeah, it's... That's what makes it special. You just never know. You never know. I mean, it's it's wild because it would have been, what, two, maybe three years ago? Um, two years ago. Well, it'll almost three years ago. So 2018 when Danica did the Danica double. Yeah. And that year at the 500, there were like seven or eight crashes, all of them single car incidents. Yeah. 
You know, it was like not a single, no. not a single crash involved another car. And like you said, you know, it's like any other day you could, you know, that could have happened and you wouldn't have affected anybody else's race. Um, but you just I never know. Because I said after the race, so in 18, um, my car was quite good for the first stint, but it was really, really neutral, like really loose. Um and I basically ran out of tools. And so, and I could see it, the track, the temperature was coming up and just following people, I could see people starting to get loose as well. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a long day. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have one crash and then you have another one. I'm like, it's only a matter of time before I hit the fence. I'm like, I'm definitely crashing. There's no way I'm going to be able to survive. You know, just that was my mindset. Anyway, talking with the team, you know, anything you can do with tire pressures, whatever. I need Which some I wanna- I want to interrupt and say, I say, as a driver, how do you, I say, because you have to be, like you said, mentally strong. I mean, how do you deal with that when, when that's your mindset of it's not if it's when? Uh, you, yeah, just it is what it is. It's kind of something you just accept mm-hmm. and you just hope it doesn't happen. And, and uh, yeah, and you just try your best not to crash and, and do the things to minimize that happening and that's working with your tools inside the car and and um you know the lines you take and you know the dirty air and just trying to minimize you know putting yourself in that situation and yeah it's 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 not easy for sure and it's certainly not um uh, confidence building by any means um but yeah you know people start to people start hitting the fence and and so I'm just like, man, I hope I can make it to the end. And we were really slow towards the end of the race. Last couple of pit stops, last stint, we were horrible. And uh, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to survive, stay out there. And um, and we did. It's you know, fine. But then I, at the end of the race, stop, I'm like, where the hell did I finish anyway? Ah, whatever, 20th or something. I'm like, with all those crashes, I couldn't believe it. The only one at a time, the one time where I'm just slow driving around, just trying to stay out of trouble, any other year, probably would have finished 12th. Right. 10th, 11th or something. But no. Yeah. All the yellows no, and all the... No. How is that even Not possible? That it... But... It's... Yeah. It's the speedway. <laughs> it's the speedway is how it works, right? So uh, she she is a fickle fickle trick. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we love it. We do. We do. We do. I say we we just can't stay away. <laughs> so all right, well, Jay, we will we will let you go and um, thank you again so very much. Um, let the people at home know where they can find you. I will for sure. Um, the well i got my own you know racing stuff jay howard racing all that but um best to follow my uh, my race team social media that's our at follow jhdd for the racing page uh and then to be honest i don't even know what my at is for me personally i'm guessing it's just at jay howard but i have no clue Sounds about right. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. And then the website with um, your team and everything is jhoward.com. Very easy. Yep. Yep. That that you will remember. (laughs) And we'll um, we'll link it too for the people. Yeah. We will. We will link it on our social media. I'm so proud of myself. Two weeks in a row. Um, (laughs) I'm getting there. 2021. Um, Announcing our social media is my job. 
Um, <laughs> we didn't really announce it. It just kind of became my job in the early days of us recording the podcast, Jay. Yeah. Um, but then if, if for some reason I forget to throw it in, cause we don't really have a spot, even when we outline, you know, events or um, episodes that aren't, you know, an interview, we usually have an outline of what we're going to discuss. I just kind of throw it in wherever, wherever I feel like I, I, I enjoy making Molly laugh if I can, you know, kind of like lead her into it. Um, but I, but when I forget Molly's allowed to shame me and I forgot for about a month in a row. <laughs> Well, fun for me. <laughs> Four episodes all in a row. I kept forgetting. So I've taken a lot of abuse for Molly for that. So, but I remembered this week, 2021, yeah. already off to a better start. But yeah. yes, we will, of course, link to all of Jay's um, and the yeah, social media and the team. Yep. And I'll share it. And thanks again for your time. It's always fun to catch up with you guys. Thank it's you. always Thank a you. great time catching up with you. Thank you again so very much. Um, and again, all of our stuff will be on our website at www.fastcarsfastgirls.com. Of course, we'll link to it and post on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, etc. All, all, all of the <laughs> socials. Um, but it's all available um, at www.fastcarsfastgirls.com. Um, so, but yes, Jay, thank you very much. Please give thank our love so to, your, to your wife and your adorable son. And um King Say Arthur. when he turns five in three weeks, if he remembers the uh, the carding promise, please let us know because we will literally come out to Newcastle and like take really professional photos and talk about how adorable your son is. Okay. <laughs> we will totally come and cheer him on and take some really fun photos. So please let us know if he does remember. So that sounds good. Well, thank you. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening, and you guys have a great week. Bye.